Dakane, New Brighton, uh, requested by Casey Banda, as well as Jimi Hendrix, Hey Joe. Quite a vibrant morning it is. So trade can dramatically improve women's lives, creating new jobs, enhancing consumer choice and increasing women's bargaining power in society. This is a statement that was actually made by the World Bank. So South Africa women-owned businesses will be ready to launch into the U.S. market with the help of Quebo program. How does it work? We're going to chat to Lebu Biko, co-founder uh, Womanomics um, Africa. So as South Africa looks forward to Women's Month, when the critical and diverse roles of women in society will be celebrated, uh, Womanomics Africa, in collaboration with the U.S. Embassy in South Africa, will launch uh, the Quebo in... Um, uh, International Trade Readiness Program, Quebo Program, in Midrand on Friday, the 21st of July. And Lebu is going to break down what this is all about. Lebu, good morning and a warm welcome to Jet Set Breakfast. Good morning, Bertha. Well, good morning and thank you for the opportunity and morning to the listeners as well. So, the Quebo Program, how does it work? Mm. So the Quero program is a program that, as you said, rightfully so, has been conceptualized by Womanomics Africa. And as an organization, we exist to uh, facilitate increased access uh, for women's participation in key economies on the continent and with the world, focusing on trade. And so the trade program is really focused on I suppose, aligned to what we're doing as an organization uh, around doing three connects. So connecting women to information and insights around trade and opportunities that exist for them, connecting them to ecosystem partners with a focus on uh, access to markets and access to capital, and then connecting them to capacity and skills so that they can be able to leverage those opportunities. And the Weber program is really doing that third piece which is really around saying how do we create a program that will get women that will be trade-ready over a number of months and making sure that the key fundamentals of them to be able to leverage opportunities that exist with trading with the U.S. are, are available for them. Mm. And um, how, how long has it been running? And if it's been for a while, has it been successful? This is the first cohort that we are running. So we are piloting it in, with uh, the support of the U.S. State Department and one of our, our, our founding partners, which is the DPIC. And so, as you said in your statement, we launched it uh, on yesterday, actually, Friday, just kicking off the program. Uh, but we will be actually running the modules beginning next month, as you said, uh, as part of Women's Month. So we'll be running it between now and towards the end of the year. Uh, culminating in what we call like a trade exhibition for women where they can actually begin to talk to partners both locally and in the U.S. around the opportunities for, for the program. So this program has a cohort of 10 women that we have focused and ring around what we believe is a key economy or a key industry uh, in many markets in South Africa, on the continent, in the world, which is agriculture and is one of the biggest uh, uh, um sectors that we trade with the U.S. with. So we thought, let's start with that industry, have 10 women so that we can work very closely with them and that it is deep uh, engagement with them and then make sure that by, by the end of the year, towards the beginning of the year, they have all their ducks in a row uh, to be able to trade. Mm. And and let's take a look at the key objectives of the Quebo program. I know that mm. you've picked up uh, quite a few uh, and mm. sort of like, you know, to, just to explain the program in itself, in mm. its, in its mm. nutshell. What mm. are uh, the other key objectives here and mm. what, what exactly um, are you trying to, 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 to 
to you know mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. achieve when the program yeah. is done yeah so so as we know uh, when you look at women and generally when we talk about gender inequality in many facets of society the economy is one of those we know that there are key areas around access that hamper women to be able to uh, to participate meaningfully in the economy. I think as Womanomics Africa, we have a big vision that says if women are half of the population of the continent and of the world, then they should actually have half of the revenue. But they are hampered by many things. They're hampered by access to information. They're hampered by access to skills. They're hampered by access to uh, markets, access to capital, access to technology, even in terms of the skills to be able to use that. And so the program really is about saying, how do we respond to those access challenges? And it's about saying, how do we create a pool of women that can actually be able to to, to participate meaningfully in the economy and be able to leverage the opportunities that exist by being able to uh, take their businesses beyond borders. So as I said in the beginning, the program really is about saying, giving them information. And we found in the journey of the work that we do, just by giving people access to information and insights around those opportunities gives them many aha moments. And for many of them, that's all they need. They just need to know where they can play and how they can play. And that's what that's important. For some of them, it's about saying, how do we give them access to partners that are ready to take on their products or partners that are able to fund uh, what is an opportunity for them? And that's what the program also seeks to do, to say, how do we make those connections around ecosystems, but also around other resources. So as I said, our partners is the U.S. State Department, and they bring in all their partners. Our other partner is the DTIC, who have many programs that many people don't know about, um, about supporting trade, because that's one of their key, their key objectives. And then, of course, it's about access to skills and competences, which really this is about saying, how do we make sure that your business is ready to be able to, to leverage these opportunities and make sure that you've ticked all the boxes? as a business and you're ready to expand. So for us, that's important. And I suppose the last objective is about technology because um, we know that the gender digital divide is huge around women. Uh, and how do we make sure that we're able to upskill them to use technology effectively as part of their value proposition of their business, but also to be able to, to, to sell and engage uh, with, with a market like the U.S.? I'm talking to Lebu Biko, co-founder, Womenomics Africa, and the opportunities that are open for women that are in business. And uh, their key theme, it seems like um, the key theme is agriculture. But when we mm-hmm. get back from the small break, I would like to touch base on agriculture. And exactly if you could just elaborate for me, uh, which aspects of agriculture are we talking about here? Uh, let's take a small break. We'll be back. Bertha Charuma on SAFM. And I'm speaking to Lebu Biko, co-founder Womenomics Africa, and uh, elaborating on the work that they're doing. They launched an amazing program where they're trying to empower women and finding avenues where they can uh, find their way or infiltrate the international market, making sure that uh, whatever businesses they are in, uh, you know, can find the market outside of the borders. Uh, welcome back, Lebu. Now, thank you. I see that the, the the core theme here is agriculture, mm-hmm. and we know food production is is your key. You can never go wrong where food is concerned, and and food security is that is where uh, you know the core of the economy is. We all need to mm-hmm. eat at some point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can you elaborate for me what parts of agriculture? What are we talking about? Are we talking about uh, vegetable production? What are we talking about? Mm. Is it husbandry? Where we're talking mm. about um, where you look after animals or produce, mm-hmm. you know, beef, uh, lamb, whichever way. Mm. What, what's, what's the key uh, theme here? 
Currently, for this cohort of women, we've pro- we've, we focus products, uh, primarily on uh, food production. Uh, and uh, a good 80-90% of the women that are on the program are actually doing um, vegetables, fruit, in terms of either from growing. So we have some people that farm uh, on, on in terms of uh, some of the products. And then we've got some women that are actually processing um, uh, uh, these products, and then I think we have one or two that are actually doing beef production. Uh, so we try to focus in the areas where uh, we can find, or at least kind of um, encourage women to also try and find synergies in the in the value chain. And so, so that where opportunities come together for women to collaborate and 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 be able to leverage opportunities uh, better as a as a collective it's easier when they're together in the cohort. So for this particular cohort, we focused on, on food production. Uh, we focused in the areas where we can at least have women that there are opportunities for them to work together. And then obviously as the, as, as the program grows and we find success with this one, we will expand it. But agriculture for us was very important for us to, to focus on because you know Africa is known as the food basket of the world. And in terms of trade volumes, particularly with the U.S., we know those are, are very large. I think... Um, uh, last year, we were talking about agriculture being about one billion U.S. dollars in terms of the trade volumes between South Africa and the U.S. And so it is a significant uh, uh, sector for us to focus on. Mm. And for a basic South African woman, uh, mm-hmm. it is so difficult because sometimes, you know, we, we have these conversations and, and it sounds so easy. But to be in agriculture is not really an easy thing. Let's mm-hmm. say there's someone sitting somewhere in Pulukwane, hypothetically. Uh, mm-hmm. They want to engage. What do they do? Where do they go? Who do they talk to? Maybe they don't have a background of, mm-hmm. of, of you know, professionally being an agriculture person. What do they do and who do they mm-hmm. talk to? Who do they talk to? So, uh, I mean, us as an organization, I suppose uh, we, we, as part of our, our mission is, as we said, connecting women to information and insights. Uh, over the years, we've run many workshops uh, where we're just really just helping women to just understand what is out there, what is possible, uh, uh, so that they can really open their eyes. So if they want to, to connect with us, they can do that. Log on to our website, www.womanomics.net, sign up and see where the updates are. But I also know that in our journey with the DTIC, we have learned that there are so many um, aspects that government is actually doing. And I think where the challenge is, is that that information is not getting out there as fast as, it's, as it could. So, uh, for instance, I know in March we had a summit where we were talking about trade, but particularly trade on the continent and leveraging the AFCFTA. We had a representative from the Department of Agriculture on board. And once again, they were sharing many, many, I mean, lots of information around the many incentives and the support that they give for women. So I think looking locally, even in the government websites, is valuable because they, they do offer. It's part of their mandate to market, to share information, to run workshops, to do things. And and I think it's just really about women also to be proactive about getting the information because it is part of their mandate to share such information. So looking on the DTIC websites, looking on the agriculture website, the Department of Agriculture, there are many, many information sessions that they also run around around supporting uh, uh, women and business people in these, in these industries. Mm. But I see the spaces are also quite limited. Let's say there's, mm-hmm. a, there's a cooperative uh, running in the Eastern Cape and it's uh, 50 women. 
Yeah. Does, does that then mean that they have to identify one particular individual or three from that cooperative? And what if, for instance, uh, 30 of them would like to partake in, in, in this program? Oh. Then what happens? So for this cohort, we focused on 10. And it's 10 just so that because it's the first one that we're running. So we want to make sure that we're able to be effective in what we're doing. Uh, we are obviously as an organization that, I mean, our, we have a vision, a big vision that I think my business partner, Rehema, and I know we will, we will, we will not live to, to see, uh, but we are hoping to lay the foundations, which says, uh, you know, women must be half of, must be half of the GDP that is, that is generated by this continent. So that's going to take a while. And so we know that we have many more years that we can run these programs. We have a five-year vision to touch many more women as we grow our organization and work with them. So there will be other opportunities, but this one is, is, is just the pilot. So we've got 10 women. What we do is that we, because of the kind of work that we do, we focus on the, on, on, on the owner of the business or, or one representative of the business that can run, but obviously they will take that back to their businesses. So if we have a cooperative, for instance, they will, rep- they will have a representative on the program and they can take it back to to. to, to, to to, to the rest of the group. But for this cohort, it's only 10 years. And that's because we are beginning, we are starting, and, and, and just trying to make sure that we, we can iron out any issues that we might have and just make sure that we have a successful program at the end. But definitely going forward, we would love, love, love to be able to do this for many, many more other women and to partner with other people, actually, as we grow, uh, because it really does take a village. We're not an all, we're an end, and where we can work with other organizations to touch many more other women, we're certainly open to those collaborations. Lebu, thank you so much for joining us on Jet Set Breakfast and uh, sharing with us uh, this, uh, you know, insightful information. Hopefully um, anyone who's listening, uh, you know, they got a bit of info where maybe then they can give you a call and make that headway. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for the opportunity, Bertha. And bye for now. Lebu Biko, co-founder, Womanomics Africa. And of course, uh, they have selected agribusiness. uh, As they say that it's because it's one of the key trade sectors between the United States and South Africa. And right now, when you look at um, the amount of money that is allocated in that particular, uh, you know, uh, industry, we're talking trillions here. And why not include um, our women uh, that are in agriculture to, you know, get a piece of the pie? Really insightful. It's half past eight. When we get back, yes, let's talk to Nico, our petrol head, talking about Master CX-60. And also, um, you know, if you have any questions that are uh, motor-related or vehicle-related or anything that is, um, you know, that, that you feel uh, needs some answers, maybe he may be able to answer you or direct you in the right um, direction. Nico will be chatting to us in just a few minutes. Uh, actually, literally, yeah, a few minutes. We'll be back.